This is the Magic Lantern Show, Episode 3, Halothreen. I, I don't know. It's just troublesome on every platform. Ah, Jake, you want to get into some news? Absolutely. Let's do it. I figured we start off with the shitty news first. Uh, James Gunn got fired by Disney. How do you feel about that? Um, it was well-deserved with all the fun stuff that was uncovered. Yeah, I feel like, and I feel there's a lot of celebrities going back and forth being like, he shouldn't have been fired. And I see their viewpoint of, you said something, you said something inappropriate a long time ago. And you can, you can grow as a person and move past it. And Disney themselves probably saw he said those things years ago when they hired him. And now that they are, like, just doing it because people are mad now, I can understand why people would be angry. But the content of the things he said and the quantity of the things he said, I completely agree with their decision, 100%. And now we're at a time where you just can't say things like that. And yeah. for any company, they're not going to want somebody representing them in that light. Exactly. If they're a business, first and ridiculous. foremost. Uh, so I figured we'd get that obligatory news out of the way first. Jake, we're going to talk about four trailers that you were supposed to watch. Did you watch them? I did watch them, all four. All four. Uh, you want to start with Aquaman? You saw the Aquaman trailer. Is it better than you thought it would be? Um, it kind of... Kind of reminded me of that terrible movie, Gods of Egypt, with all the green screen backgrounds in some of the parts. I totally understand that. <laughs> I, I see that 100%. I feel like it looks good, though. That's the first thing I thought of. Like, it looks, I mean, it, it looks fun. I'm interested, mm-hmm. yeah. but of how all of those movies have been so far. With the exception of Wonder Woman. Kind of scared. Haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. Oh, Jake, Wonder Woman's the only good one. <laughs> And I haven't seen it yet, of course, right? Uh, Aquaman. So I think I think it looks it looks cautiously optimistic. That's how I would describe it. Shazam. Yeah. Did you watch Shazam? Shazam looked pretty cool. I don't know much about it, but the trailer looked very cool. It looks like a like a suicide. The spectrum being edgy and dark. I feel like Shazam's the exact opposite side. I feel like that's the Ant Man. Of their universe. <laughs> it's the Ant-Man. Yes. And I like that, like, I was watching it, and I'm like, this is pretty humorous. And then when they were, like, videotaping his super strength, and he did the dance, I was yeah. just like, all right. And then the kid just, like, touches him, and he's like, whoa. Yeah. It's, like, I feel like this is their, if this movie does good, like, Aquaman will probably make decent numbers either way, and it'll be okay. I'm assuming it's going to be okay at the worst. But if Shazam does good, I think they're going to course correct and be like, there's no problem with being like Marvel, being colorful yeah. and funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know too much about Shazam, but it looks like it would be highly entertaining just from the trailer. Yeah. But who knows? Um, what should we do next? Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Did you, did you ever see Godzilla or Kong Skull Island? I saw Godzilla and it just seemed like it was just uh it was just a wait until Godzilla came up at the end. <laughs> but that end was good. As a, the end was cool. As a, as a guy who owns every Godzilla film ever made, I can tell you, Jake, that every Godzilla movie is like an hour and a half of people talking. Oh, yeah. And then a sweet most 30 the, minutes of like, yeah, Godzilla. Most of the ones I've seen follow the formula. <laughs> yeah. So what did you think of the trailer? Um, it looked pretty cool. There's a lot of good visuals from what I've seen. Yeah, they're really I mean, killing it with the special effects. Like, no, yeah. no part of it. Obviously, it looks fake. There's no three-headed dragon. But it lo- they look like they're putting money into it, and they're trying to make it look as good as possible. Yeah, it's something that I would see. I mean, it looks like they're putting a lot of effort into it as far as the special effects go. Now, you didn't see much of the acting in there, so who knows <laughs> how that's going to be. And I think they're, they're doing the, the shared universe formula correctly in that they're not doing DC and being like, Here's the next eight movies we got planned. They're like, we made Godzilla. We're making a King Kong. 
And then they're like, we're going to make another Godzilla. And then we're going to make a Godzilla versus King Kong. Just like, here's the one we're making and the one after it. This is all you need to know. They're not yeah, like... Instead of just throwing all this stuff at us at once. Yeah. They're not being like, hey, uh, you, don't, you don't have Godzilla villains, do you? Not many, no. <laughs> and I'm not going to give specifics. So it looked good. <laughs> <coughs> uh, glass. What did you think of Glass? I, I don't know about you, but just seeing their little group therapy session mm-hmm. was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm really confused how like, it's like Split ended. You saw Split, yeah? I did not. I saw the ending, though. Okay, so Bruce Willis is in a diner at the end of Split. Yep. And I'm assuming at that point, Sam Jackson's in jail for his crimes from the first one. And James McAvoy ran off into the darkness shirtless. That was how Split ended. But this movie's just like, all three of them were captured. What the hell was Bruce Willis doing? Yeah, I have, I have no idea. Like, when I saw them all just sitting there, I was like, I was just saying in my head, like, what are they going to say? Like, hi, I'm Bruce Willis. I don't try in movies. <laughs> um, I, I heard on a podcast recently, they speculated they, they, they like the idea that this psychiatrist is, like, investigating people who think that they're superheroes. And I think that's interesting. Yeah. But what if the twist is that they're not superheroes? And they're just crazy? They're all just crazy and everything is just coincidental. Have you ever seen the movie Identity? I, uh, no. Oh, okay. It's kind of like that where the... The main character ended up like dreaming up the events of the movie, and he was just crazy. <laughs> See, I, I want to like this because I, I love Unbreakable. I think it's great. Yeah. And Split, I watched like a week ago, and I was like, this is surprisingly decent. Yeah, I, I need to see that because I love Unbreakable. And I feel like this, I want this to be really good because that'll mean A, M. Night Shyamalan has a good trilogy. And B, we have a good superhero trilogy. See, I'm worried a lot of people are not going to see it because they see M. Night Shyamalan and it's like the plague and then people just run away from it. Which I completely understand. He's got some crap movies. But I feel like recently he's done, like there was After Earth. After Earth is probably his last bad one. And then The Visit was pretty good. Yeah, the visit and wasn't then, too bad. And I feel like most people were either they saw Split and they were like, it's a pretty good movie. I don't understand the end. Or they saw it and they were like, holy shit, this is a sequel. Yeah. And then you see like The Village pop up on Netflix and you're like, yeah, I'm not watching any of that. <laughs> I feel like you and I should do a Shyamalan uh, episode one day because I haven't seen them all. I'm missing quite a few. I haven't seen a couple either, but... I have uh, never seen the entirety of The Village, and I've never seen Lady in the Water. Oh, you're lucky. You're and I've lucky never... I've Lady seen, in the Water. I've never sat down and watched Happening in its entirety. I always catch, like, 20 minutes Ooh. here and there. Now, that one's a good watch. No, it's not. Oh, The Happening's a good watch. I just remember the part where the old lady thinks that Mark Wahlberg's in the killer, and he says, no, absolutely not. <laughs> and I think it's hilarious. No. Uh, and I've never seen Avatar, Last Airbender. Yeah, I refuse to watch that. But I feel like we should. And I haven't seen Sixth Sense since I was probably like seven. Sixth Sense is great. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen Signs in its entirety either. I'm gonna be real I've with you, Jake. Signs, Signs is Signs is eh. I'm gonna be real with you. I've seen Unbreakable like a hundred times, and I've seen The Visit once. And I don't know how much of another full Shyamalan movie I've actually sat through, like in the, its entirety, start to finish. Yeah, The Visit I've only seen once, but it was, The it Visit was, was interesting. It was okay, but at the same time, like... And I feel like the twist was decent. Yeah. Yeah. That, that mom just made you rage in that movie, though. Like, hey, I'm just going to drop off these kids and... And not check screw on them. anything. Yeah. Hey, screw them. Uh, Let them fend for themselves. You know... Would you consider Devil a Shyamalan movie? Isn't that like Shyamalan produced? Uh, yeah, I would throw that under there. Devil wasn't too bad. I think Devil is a decent movie. Yeah. I was trying to look up his filmography. 
Yeah, the ending you can see coming a mile away in double, though. Oh, my God. Did you know what M. Right Shyamalan wrote Stuart Little? Oh, I hate Stuart Little. That made sense. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. He's only directed 14 movies, and two of them are not like twist ones. Wow. Well, 12 out of 14. Maybe one day. He's really swinging for the fences there, being original. I guess so. (laughs) So, Jake, I'm going to do a quick transition right here, and then we're going to talk about the topic for the week, which is the entirety of the Halloween films. Are you cool with that? Absolutely. Jake, you want some behind the scenes, uh, some behind the scenes peek? The yeah. whole time I just needed to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, we're gonna start from the from the very beginning, and you just recently watched a couple Halloween movies. Yes, the first three. Halloween one, nineteen seventy eight. Uh, it's about a guy named Michael, and he escapes from an insane asylum and tries to kill some teenagers on Halloween. That's the plot, right? Yeah, that's that's a fair assessment of the plot. That is the Cliff Notes one sentence. That's the plot. And I think think it benefits from the fact that it does not have an overly complicated plot, like some of the other ones we're going to go over. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) I like this one because Michael Myers is scary as hell. Yeah, it really builds suspense. I think that's the key to the first one. Yeah. I think the the music really helps with it too. Oh yeah, the music is great. It's got that score. John Carpenter score. Yeah. Yeah, the score is great. I mean and and it's influenced so many other movies, I mean, to this day. I think I think what I think is scary about this one because it's got that seventies pacing that Brandon and I were talking about in the Star Wars episode. It's slow. Yeah. But I think I like the shots where he like sits up in the shadows. Like the fact that like you know something's there, you know he's in the room, and he'll just like slowly enter the area, and the light hits the mask, and you're just like, get out of that room. That's that's what makes it scary. Yeah. At at some points though, that's my problem with it. Oh, why? It seems as Michael Myers is trolling people in the first movie. Like he kind of, he steals um, Loomis's and um, the nurse's car. And he's just riding around. And he's not really doing anything in the beginning. <laughs> he's <laughs> like just he, like stalking teenagers. He's, he's driving and that girl says something to him. And he just stops. And you think, oh, he's going to get out and run after her. And then he just drives away. Or he's just like hiding behind hedges. Yeah, and he's, just he's like... hiding behind bushes. He steps out. He steps back in. It's like, is he doing the hokey pokey? Or is he <laughs> trying to be a murderer? Uh... That's the, the one th- that's one thing that kills me in that movie. Yeah, I, 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 I completely understand that. It's been a while since I've seen that one. And thinking about it, he does spend a good portion of the movie just like, or like he, he dresses up as the ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He dresses up. I'm Which surprised is he didn't have the beer either. <laughs> well, he hems back with a beer and hands it to her. And doesn't he put the glasses on over the ghost mask, too? He does. He does put the glasses <laughs> on the ghost mask. So he truly is just the OG troll. Yep. And then he kills that girl, and then he puts his sister's that he stole from the gravesite on the bed. Can we just take a moment to imagine Michael Myers sneaking into a graveyard, taking the gravestone, politely driving back in his... uh? His family sedan, <laughs> like when I putting it outside when I first, because he's like, I'm gonna put this in that bud. When I first saw Halloween, like I thought that was just like, like it was almost like imagining it because I I don't like I didn't remember like them like going to the gravesite and the gravestone being gone. Like I didn't put that together when I first saw the movie originally. Mm-hmm. I was like, why is a gravestone just by a bed? And then I realized he actually stole it and then put it by the bed. What is he doing? Like, why? What is your reasoning? <laughs> um, like, no, no, go ahead, keep going. Like, I'm wiping tears away from my eyes. <laughs> I don't know. Like, he's like, okay, like, what we learned in the second one, it's like, okay, he's going after Lori. 
So why are you going to troll all the way in the beginning? Then you're going to go across the street, you know, have some fun with those people. I think we can chalk it up to poor writing. Yeah, that that's my main like, which is going to be an overall theme in this episode. That, that's why, spoiler alert, I like the second one a little bit better than the first one. Damn, Jake. Uh, where where would you, concluding Halloween one? Where do you place Halloween one in your ranking? It's number two. I'm gonna say it's number one. I'm gonna say it's the best one. I've I went back and forth a lot, but I think one and two. I think it, it also probably depends on the day or my mood because uh, we'll just jump right into number two also takes place in 1978, the same exact night. Uh, Lori's in the hospital and Michael scurries up to the hospital and kills everyone in there and tries to kill her too. That's the plot of that one. And when you say kills everyone, you mean like the four people who actually work at the hospital. All four people who work in a hospital. <laughs> That's that's my two, main two of whom were trying to have sex in a hot tub, Jake. In a hot tub that's in, in a, a hospital. hospital. Yes. Why uh, there's a hot tub in a hospital? I mean I, think I guess we'll never know. This one I've written notes on all of them just so I can remember what I want to say. This one I know for a fact after the first one came out and all of the copycats, including Friday the thirteenth, came out. This one saw how good those were doing. It was like, we need to make ours bloodier, gorier, and more topless. Yeah. I mean, I think that helped and hurt it. Yes. I think it makes Michael a hell of a lot scarier. Yeah. That, that's why I like the second one more. I mean, like, yeah. he, is, he is coming after Lori. Like, he's walking around um, Haddonfield, and then he runs in that kid with the radio, and they're like, yeah, they brought these kids to the Haddonfield Hospital. And you know what? That fucker just trucks right over there, <laughs> and he's looking for. Her. He's, he's like, that, I'm just, yeah, I'm just gonna kill like, him in the hospital. It's like the first one. His goal wasn't he's just trolling people, but the second one, he's like, I'm finding Lori and I'm gonna kill her, and I don't care who gets in my way. I don't care if it's people in a random hot tub that shouldn't belong in this hospital. You know what? This chick is getting burned alive. Her yeah. face might, and you know what? I'm gonna burn her face, and even though her body's in that water too, her body's not gonna get burned. But you know what? Who cares? <laughs> Poor filmmaking, Jake. <laughs> um, how do you feel about the sibling twist? Um, I mean... Do you think it helps the plot? Or do you think it hinders the, the whole franchise from this point forward? I mean, for the movie's sake, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Because otherwise, why would... He, in the first one, why would he be going after this random girl? Other than the fact that they're just in the same town he grew up in? Yeah. 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 I mean, you can see it both ways from the first one where he's just like trolling the beginning and doesn't go right after Lori. Mm -hmm. But since they added it in the second one and he's going right after her, it kind of made sense that way. But But it also raises like, how does he know that she's his sister? Yeah. Because she had to have been born after he went, because he was like six when he killed his older sister. So that means his parents had to have had... Jamie Lee Curtis, and then Lori. She's called Lori. And then just like, he or never Carrie. knew about her. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie Tate. Carrie. Oh, God. <laughs> I've got a whole H2O bit lined up. <laughs> just bear with me. Uh, I think two's decent. I think two is, two is my second favorite. Two, two is my number one. I mean, both, both the first one and the second one have its problems, but just weighing them in my head... I think two is the more effective movie. Yeah, I completely understand. I think two by itself too makes sense. If you've never seen Halloween one, you can follow the plot of Halloween two, hundred percent. Yeah, and I think they did that on purpose so if someone's just picking it up. I mean, they're not going to be confused. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jake, you're going to have to help me with this one. Halloween three, season of the witch. All I know is they tried an anthology film like a Twilight Zone, and people were like, where the hell's Michael Myers? So all yeah. I know all I know for this one, I'm going to let you expand on the plot. It's about Stonehenge and a mask company that likes turning kids' brains into bugs. And I mean, that that's basically the plot. <laughs> Can you expand? Because I really, I was trying to look it up, and I'm just like, uh, Stonehenge and kid bugs. 
Yeah. So basically, I mean, so basically there's um, this doctor. Um, Mm -hmm. So a patient gets wheeled in to his um, hospital and it just so happens that he has one of the masks. Like this guy knows what's going on with this um, company that's Mm -hmm. called Silver Shamrock. Um, So when he gets brought in and the guy's like holding the mask and going crazy with it, um, the guy is kind of curious. So somebody walks into the hospital one of the people that works for um, Silver, Silver Shamrock. Um, and all the people who work for this company are basically like robots almost. <laughs> They're androids. <laughs> and they so, want to kill kids. Why? That's never, I mean, they never really explained it. <laughs> but it has something to do with Stonehenge. Yeah. So based on what you've given me, do you like this movie? I do. <laughs> it's 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 crazy. It doesn't make any sense. I know. At the same for time, fact, this movie exists in a universe where Halloween is a movie, right? It's on TV. At yeah, some it was on TV. There's there's just different scenes in this movie. I mean, one of the androids goes in the hospital, kills the guy that has like the information on their company. And then this guy just um, goes into his car, douses himself with gasoline and lights himself on fire. And his car blows up right in front of the hospital. Like uh, I was watching it and I was like, what? what <laughs> and then, and then the scene where they first put on the mask and, and um, kill the kid. And then the worms and the snakes and the bugs start crawling out of the mask. I mean, that stuff is pretty insane. I mean, you got you got to give them credit for that. A lot of movies aren't going to like kill kids like that. You, I mean, you got to give them a little credit for being ballsy. I mean, they had to because they were just like, hey, you know what? We're not going to have Michael Myers in this movie, so we got to do something. So, I know for a fact that they reference Silver Shamrock is referenced in the new new Halloween trailer. Briefly. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they have the masks. They have some of the masks. So, I think. I think there's some people like you who watch it and go, I think it's decent. Me, I haven't seen it since I was probably. And I'm going to say it's my number seven out of ten. I'm putting it right in the middle. I'm putting it at number five. Damn, Jake. This has me worried for the next few. <laughs> um, when, when we're talking about this, I remember, I don't know if they still do it because I'm a pleb who doesn't get cable. But during Halloween, sometimes, like, AMC will just do, like, marathons. Yep. And I remember, like, eighth grade, I marathoned a wide majority of these. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they do it every year. It's, like, Fright, fright Fest? Not Fright Fest, but... Yeah. And I feel like I always tune in at uh, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers from 1988. Halloween <sighs> 4 is a little underrated in my book. So, quickly, the plot is uh, Jamie is the daughter of Laurie Strode. Laurie Strode faked her death, or she died. As far as we're concerned in this movie, Laurie Strode is dead. Yeah, she's dead. Jamie is her daughter, who is the niece of Michael Myers. And she lives with foster parents, and Michael Myers learns that she exists, and he tries to kill her. That's the movie. <laughs> it is. Um, I think this one's a sleeper. I really like Halloween 4. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I think the mask is really bad, though. Yeah, the mask is really bad in four and five. I mean, the mask is. Yeah, they're horrendous. I think, I think though it, it's got an interesting plot. Like if if Halloween two is to be believed in that he's going after Lori because she's family, of course he would go after his niece. Perfect sense. Yeah, I mean, just from watching the documentaries on it, because um, I had the box set. They have they had a lot of issues with the mask. Like they kept changing it. Like one of the producers didn't like the mask, and the next one did, and then they got him confused in filming. And then you can kind of see some of the masks like they replaced with, like are still mm-hmm. in the movie. I, I was I was just reading a thing before the episode when I was doing some research, and it was like Halloween one's mask is the same mask as Halloween two. But because they were different actors, the way their face filled the mask in makes it look like a completely different mask. Yeah. But I mean, like, that I'm fine with because, I mean, it still looks badass. Yeah. And Halloween, definitely. too. 
but like Halloween four and five, I mean the the mask is just it's just bad. It's it looks very cheap. There's not really like any facial features with it, and it's, it's very, just like it's just it looks like a marshmallow with eyeballs. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's that's a, that's a good analogy for it. I like it. Uh, there's uh, Doctor Loomis comes back in this one. We thought he exploded and died in the first one. This one, the problem with four and the upcoming films is that two ends with Laurie shoots Michael in both of her, his eyeballs and he bleeds, which is a great and, looking yeah, shot. Yeah, that, that's a great, just him crying, but it's just the blood coming out. I mean, that's, that's another reason why two is one of my favorites. I mean, but then it explodes. Alone. Yeah. Michael dies and Loomis dies. But in this one, it's implied that they both survived. Michael's just completely scarred and Loomis is, got a Harvey Dent Two-Face thing going on. Which I think Donald Pleasance as Sam Loomis is probably one of the best parts of this era. Um, I think the documentary said it best. um, when They basically said that Dr. Loomis looked like he had an egg on the side of his face. (laughs) It's like, do you want a side of bacon with that? Yeah, I could see that. Um, There's not much to say in this one. They push Michael down a mine shaft. They shoot him. It's like a ton of cops shoot him. I mean, that's and... just, that's just great. I mean, but before <laughs> that, I mean, this this the two actors. I mean, I think are pretty good. The main actors, um, Rachel, I think, is a really good character. Hold on, <laughs> you remembered the teenager's name in this movie. That's an indicator of how good it is. The main girl, yes, that you remembered her name, and um, Daniel Harris plays Jamie. Yeah, Daniel Harris is great. I mean, a lot of child actors for a kid actor are yeah. pretty bad. But I mean, my one gripe with this film is that whenever I'm researching anything about Halloween, her character's name is Jamie, but Jamie Lee Curtis's name is Lori. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm that, always like, ugh, what name am I trying to say? Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> I think this one is the one with the car chase too. He's at yep. the school, and then he's on the car. Yep. And, and then he throws the rednecks off. He th- throws the rednecks off the truck because he's just hiding underneath of it. Yes. There's a lot of good stuff in this movie. And I think people look at four, five, six era and just go, ugh. Yeah, but look- I think four is good. And then four's got a cliffhanger ending. She oh, yeah. gets, Jamie gets some scissors after they quote, kill Michael. And she stabs her foster mother and comes down in her clown outfit, which that- is reminiscent of the first Halloween. I mean, that's it's a good ending and a bad ending at the same sense because you know after watching it, I mean, they're not going to expand on that. I mean, yeah. she, the little girl's not going to become the killer because that's absolutely ridiculous. So why do it? <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what do you rank this? I'm going to say it's my fourth place spot. Yeah, I'm, I have it actually at the same spot, number four. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to quickly bruise through these two. Halloween (laughs) 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Um, A hermit finds him and nurses him back to health. And Jamie's a mute now. And there's another kid who I think is deaf. Yeah, he is. I don't remember most of this plot. I remember it's implied that there's a psychic link between Jamie and Michael. Yeah, there is a psychic link. When um he gets um, revived by the Herman, puts his mask on, she starts like feeling her face in her hospital bed, and you're that you just know what you're in for when that happens. Yeah, and there's also I'm gonna quickly burst this one because honestly I don't remember much of it and it's not a great movie. Uh, there's a man in black who follows him through some of this movie. Oh, yeah. And just if just watching the movie alone, you're like, what the heck is this? I went for the longest time without watching the next movie. So that was just like, I don't know what, where this goes. Um, from from what I um, saw, like through the documentary, that mm-hmm. was just kind of forced in there. They yeah, really, that's what I, that's they really what I didn't too. have that in there and they just kind of forced in. They're like, we need we need an added element to this. And then them killing off Rachel, which was the other than Donald Pleasance and this character. <laughs> yeah. And they just kill her off so early in the movie. And then they rely on her like stupid friend. 
And mm-hmm. sorry, I'm sorry, but that girl is just annoying. <laughs> she is. She is super annoying. And that just without and then Jamie's not talking. So it just yeah. relies on her. Like and then mm-hmm. the other kid, the deaf kid, is just yelling at the top of his lungs and it's like this is yeah, really it's, difficult. It's a it's a pile of bad movie. Where do you rank it? As bad as it is, it's number six on my list. I gave it number five. <laughs> It's right there in the middle. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do my best to explain the plot of Halloween. It's not officially titled Halloween 6, but I'm calling it 6. The Curse of Michael Myers. So this one is the man in black from the last one runs a cult. And the cult believes in druid curses. And that Michael is the embodiment of evil. And that... They want the baby of Jamie and his bloodline to be the reincarnation of evil. So they employed Michael to kill people. And Paul Rudd is trying to prevent that from happening. (laughs) That's the plot of this movie. Just saying that, it just makes you want to watch it. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Um, I like the fact that it's... Paul Rudd is playing Tommy Doyle, who is the little kid, yep. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's babysitting in the first movie. That's a cool tie-in that yeah. he, he's so traumatized by the first Halloween that he spent his whole life trying to, like, investigate it. And he's That's just going to cool. creep on his neighbors, too. <coughs> Definitely. Um, what else do I like about this movie? I think the mask is good. It's a really good mask. Yeah, the mask is good. I'll give like, you that. Too good for this movie. Um, so there's two different cuts of this film. And I always confuse what's going on. So I, I wrote down a little, a little quick note. So the original cut of the film is ambiguous to the fact of whether or not magic is real. So it's the cult believes that Michael is this evil. And it's never really described whether or not this cult is evil. And using magic. And it's, it's working. Or if Michael knows it's bullshit. And he's just going along with it because they're giving him victims. Does that make sense? Like they're, they're getting him closer to his goal of killing his family. Yes, yes, yes. Um, at the end of the movie, Paul Rudd injects Michael with corrosive liquid and then beats him to death with a lead pipe. And when Loomis goes back to check the body, Michael's mask is on the ground and we hear screaming and that's the end of the movie. That is the original theatrical cut of the film. You don't mess with Ant-Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which, <laughs> which in... In hindsight, it's probably the better version, I'm going to argue, because the producer's cut implies that the Cult of Thorn and the Druid Curse are legit. This is a thing. Uh, Paul Rudd stops Michael with runes, little rocks with etchings on them. He puts them in a circle, and uh, Michael is stopped like he's some sort of Yu-Gi-Oh card, and... Loomis comes back and finds Michael on the ground and pulls the mask off to find the cult leader, his friend, Dr. Wynn. And uh, Loomis is then cursed and gets a tattoo on his wrist. And he is cursed to be the leader of the cult instead of Wynn. And then he screams and then the movie ends and we're still confused. And then I think Michael Myers becomes the man in black, right? I think so. I don't know. This movie is just... I'm going to skip completely over the, uh, the producer cut idea where it's implied that the baby is possibly Michael and his nieces. Yeah. Because that's not mm-hmm. canon, and that just opens up a can of wormholes nobody wants to. It, sounds like, wants... it seems like something James Gunn would tweet about. <laughs> uh, oh, too soon, Jake. Um, Whoops. So Halloween 6 is just an absolute mess, and where do you rank it? It's, it's as a mess as the absolute is it's not my number eight it is my number six. <laughs> oh boy four five six are my four five six because i think they're all moderately decent uh we're gonna go halloween h2o 20 years later um this one largely ignores three because who cares about three four five and six and acts as a sequel to one and two and follows Laurie Strode, who faked her death and calls herself Carrie Tate now. And on the anniversary of Halloween and her son's birthday, she fears the return of Michael Myers, which, spoiler, Michael comes back and tries to kill her and her kid. 
I like this one. <laughs> I liked it as well. I mean, it this it's just such a refreshing. If you're watching them all in a row, I mean, it's so refreshing. Because it's a good one. It just shows just up and it's like slapped in the face over and over and over with stupidity. Yeah. I think the cast is really good too. Oh. You got Josh Hartnett and Michelle Williams and you got uh, LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Who's also and in I think Deep Blue Jamie Sea. Lee Curtis is <laughs> at this movie you learn you realize that Jamie Lee Curtis is the reason that the Halloween movies are decent. Yep. Absolutely. Um so there's really not much to say. I really like this one. I have a fun fact if you'd like to hear it. Let's hear it. So Kevin Williamson outlined the H2O script originally, and he liked the idea that Lori probably faked her death in four instead of actually died. So he wrote in the script that a student at her school does a report on the Michael Myers killings, and he mentions that uh, Jamie Strode was uh, later killed by Michael in the events of Halloween 6, and Lori slash Carrie Tate runs to the restroom and throws up because she realizes that her daughter's now dead. And the studio said, no, don't put that in because four, five, six don't count. I feel like that is, I would love that. that. That's a great scene. I mean, that would just enhance that movie. A good movie. I mean, that's a scene that would make sense in it. It'd be this a cool movie, throwback. This movie is the first movie I remember seeing in a movie theater. As, as scary as that is. 1998, I was five. And I remember the ending of this movie where she pins Michael with a van and she cuts his head off with an axe, which might be, as much as I love Halloween films, that should have been the ending of everything. When she, that moment, that was just awesome. When I when I saw that movie for the first time, and I just started chop her head off, I was I stood off and I was like, yeah, that was yeah. awesome. She she is, she is the person who this movie is centered around, and this guy has t- tormented her, and she just chops his head off. Yeah. Because most horror movies, like, you know, and you're expecting schlock and Michael's killing uh, drunk teenagers and you're like, fuck, yeah, he's killing them. But like this one takes the final girl trope from the first one and was like, no, she's the final girl because she kills him. It's done. And you're just like, yeah. What does this one rank for you? It's number three. It is also my number three, Jake. The one thing, though, in this movie that I will never understand is the CGI mask scene. I, I knew you were going to bring it up. Yeah, the CGI mask pops <coughs> up in that one scene. Yeah, Why? I honestly, if you got a bad enough TV, you'll never notice, Jake. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's hard to miss. Uh, we're going to move on to your favorite one next. It's uh, 2002's Halloween Resurrection. This one opens with... Uh, Lori Strode in a mental institution because she didn't kill Michael. Michael uh, destroyed the larynx of a paramedic in H2O, put him in Michael's costume, and she killed an innocent paramedic. So they locked her up. And then Michael which, shows up to the hospital and kills her. Which makes no sense at all. And it's, then, he, because his mission is complete in life, he tries to go back to his childhood home. But because it's 2002, they're filming a reality show in his house for the internet, and Buster Rhymes is in it. Buster Rhymes. And I believe Tyra Banks. Yes. Tyra Banks is in this movie. Yes, she is. Just There's not it. a lot I want to say about this movie. I also have a fun fact about this one. I also do. I wonder if our fun fact's the same. <laughs> oh, damn. So after he kills Lori, uh, he hands his knife to another insane patient who researches serial killers and knows okay. fun facts. And the serial killer says that Michael killed four students in 1998 in California, which implies that he kills, uh, what is, what is John, John Tate, her son. Yeah. He killed her, their two friends that night. So he only killed two students, but that line implies that after he'd gotten his paramedic outfit, and Lori drove off with Michael's supposed body. In his paramedic outfit, he went back and killed John and his girlfriend Molly at the school. Nobody knew. Oh, man. So that means Josh Hartnett's not going to show up in the new movie. That means Josh Hartnett's fucking dead. Yeah, he didn't have a good run after that anyway. So. He was actually, he was offered <laughs> to be Batman in Batman Begins, and he turned it down because he didn't want to be typecast as Batman. Yeah. 
That is a missed opportunity if I've ever heard it. Michael Myers, he 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 got what was coming to him then. <laughs> what's what's your fun fact? My fun fact is at the end of the movie when Buster Rhymes comes in and saves the uh, main girl with the kung fu kick. Yeah, when he knocks down the door, their mm-hmm. other ending was, um, I believe his name was Deckard, the guy on the computer that was kind of guiding her along. Yeah. The alternate ending was him coming in and saving him. Mm-hmm. He actually is in the shot for like a second. Oh, so man, you see I that? <laughs> you see that guy? The door comes down, and then Buster Rhymes is in the room. Jake, you're making me want to watch Halloween Resurrection, which is never a line I thought would come out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, so the end of this movie ends with him getting burned alive in a garage or electrocuted and then he's at the morgue and his eyes open credits cliffhanger michael's not dead where do you rank this movie it's my number seven it's my number eight see we're, we're pretty close on most of our rankings here and i think that explains a lot so jake do you like reboots oh it depends do you if, like uh, dark and edgy, Jake? Do I hate Rob Zombie with a passion? Is that the uh, next question you're going to ask me? Do you do you like Rob Zombie's music but hate everything else about him? Um, I wouldn't even go that far. I mean, I maybe like <sighs> one of his songs. <laughs> Dragula is a great song, and so is Living Dead Girl. Uh, Jake, they rebooted Halloween. And it's bad. That that's that's a word for it. I mean, I wouldn't be that kind. Maybe. I mean, maybe. So here's repulsive. the plot of the movie. Uh, it's Halloween one again, but also includes a forty minute prelude where Michael is a, a messed up psychotic little kid who gets bullied because he's weird, but he actually is weird. I mean, he the kid. That plays Michael Myers. I, I hate to say it, but he looks like Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> I will. Uh, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna completely. I hate this movie. We'll go over a couple more reasons. I don't want to sit on it too long because it's a bad movie. But I oh. think um, I like Michael in this movie. He's very intimidating. Um. Yeah. I guess. Like he's guess. a big guy, and you're like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be in the same room as him. Whereas, I mean, like Halloween Four, Michael is like. I could probably take him. Yeah, I mean, just from the this is straight out fact of the size of the guys, but at the same time, I mean, he could be homeless too. He could be homeless. <laughs> he could be uh, homeless. For my notes here, I wrote edgy bullshit. I wrote Sherry Moon because it's a Rob Zombie movie. He's got to put his wife in, and she's got to be a stripper. It, that's that's all he does. He just puts uh, his wife in everything. Puts his wife in. Minimal clothing, 1970s classic rock music, and then a brutal killing intercut with that. The thing is, though, That's she doesn't get naked you. in that one. She, she's, she's a stripper, but she doesn't get naked, which makes no sense. Which is surprising based on his filmography. And then I wrote too much backstory. I think I read a review where it said, Michael's not scary anymore if we know absolutely everything about him. Yeah, just the pointless scenes of him... As a kid, sitting, getting therapy. I mean, the the one scene where the nurse like turns around, and he just why does this kid have utensils in the first place? Eating utensils. I don't know. He gets nothing. He's a little the, jerk. He gets this, nothing. This movie is is the epitome of the trope I hate, where people are trying to be edgy, and Rob Zombie does it entirely. Where he takes, he goes, "I love Halloween," but then I think his brain goes, "You know what Halloween needs." It needs my wife dancing. It needs 70s music. And then can we just put like a weird uh, mental institution rape scene for no reason? Because that would be just cool. Oh. Oh. And you're just like, I don't want to watch this ever. And I don't want to watch this in Halloween because it, it's not a topic that needs to be in Halloween. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's just absolutely repulsive. They just, just have stuff. This I whole movie hate. makes no sense. And I hate it. And the characters. I mean... Jake, where do you rate it, bud? Number nine. It is also my number nine, Jake. Do you know what that means? 
Oh, I, I, I definitely know what it means. I know what. Rob, do you know what it means? Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. They made a sequel, Jake. Uh, the, I didn't write any notes for this. I just in caps wrote bullshit. Oh, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of things you can say about this movie. There's a lot to unpackage, and I'm going to try to quickly run through the plot real quick. So, uh, new Laurie Strode, reboot Laurie Strode, is traumatized by the experience where she shot Michael at the end of the first one. And Michael's not dead, though. Michael's just a homeless hermit eating <laughs> dogs out in the woods somewhere. And Lori now lives with her friend and the police sheriff, but they all fight all the time because Lori's angsty. Who's and Danielle then, Harris. <laughs> yes. And then Michael in his greasy trench coat, homeless hair and beard and weird mask kill more kids. And then what's the plot? And then at the end, Lori is now crazy and might be the new Michael Myers because she has hallucinations of their dead mom, which is also Sherry Moon again. Is that right? Is that the plot? Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good way of putting it. Nothing that. about this movie makes sense, Jake, and I absolutely hate it. I mean, they just ruin the character of Lori. I mean, they ruin her. They ruin Lori. They, they ruin Michael because, A, we already learned too much about my, Michael in the last movie. And this one, they're like, what did we just he's, show his face the whole time? He's running around without a mask on. He's looking like Hagrid from Harry Potter. <laughs> I mean, I, I was waiting for Harry Potter to show up in this movie. Like, he's not scary. It's like, oh, it's Hagrid. I'm like, I kind of want to hang out with him. And then it's like, it's, it's more of the same Rob Zombie where it's like, whole movie takes place at night. Is it in the 70s? I don't know. Maybe it's the 70s. No, no. Are these movies in the 70s? I guess. <laughs> Are there cell phones? I don't know, Jake. It's not really clear. I mean, Rob Zombie's just doing what he wants. I mean, this, the overacting, too, especially of the sheriff. I believe the sheriff in this movie, I think it's the guy who voiced Chucky, right? It is, Jake. I'm yeah. surprised you knew that trivia fact. And he, he overacts. When he finds Daniel Harris dead. Oh, my God. He just starts screaming. Like, it is the biggest overacting I have ever seen. Like that, like, Not only... Does Rob Zombie ruin Halloween? He ruins Chucky. He ruins Child's Play. Because he just makes me hate that. He makes me hate Chucky because he's an overactor. And then I watch like Child's Play. I'm like, hey, that's the guy who overreacted in that Rob Zombie movie. I hate this too. He- I, hate, I hate this movie, Jake, because it does the thing that Halloween 5 tried to do and then failed. And it goes, what if there's a psychic link? And what if Laurie's going to be the new Michael? And then it goes, nah, here's the end of the movie. Bye. And you're just like, oh. like there's Rob- bits where like, <sighs> I believe this movie also has a joke about like the creepy guy who works in the, the morgue vehicle makes like necrophiliac jokes. And then and- Michael kills him. And then he sees his dead mother who's like a ghost. Jake, this movie makes no sense, and I hate it. <laughs> I mean, it's like you're waiting for James Gunn to pop up again. I mean, we can keep <laughs> bringing them up for every one of these. I mean, James Gunn and Rob Zombie should make a movie together. Why not, right? Uh, James Gunn used to work for Troma. Do you know what Troma is? I'm, I'm not familiar with that. They're a film studio that makes schlocky, bad, B-rate horror films. Like, you ever heard of Toxic Avenger? I have, yes. Uh, they, that's Troma. So he made the... I'm going to say late 90s, early 2000s trauma films. So not surprising that he would be a, a gross ball. So, Jake, I'm going to take a wild guess here and say that Halloween 2 ranks as your number 10 worst Halloween film. I mean, I mean in, in reality, yes, it's my number 10. But if I could, it would just be unranked. It would just be in like an island, like off in the distance. You know what I'm realizing? <laughs> I interrupted you, and I just realized it now. I didn't have Rob Zombie Halloween or Halloween 2 until I said I didn't have them, and you at work said, I'll sell them to you, and I bought them off of you. <laughs> this is your fault. Yeah, I was trying to get rid of those things the whole time. Oh, God, that and was I was so excited. Plan. And then I rewatched the first one after, like, a solid few years, and I was like, this isn't good. And then I was like, I've never seen two, though. And I realized... I've never seen two because nobody talks about two. 
because it's just bad. And I blame you. Yeah, that, that's fair. I mean, I'm <laughs> glad I got those off my hands. I think I actually bought the first one by mistake because I thought it was the first one. Stupid kid things, right? Yeah. But, I mean, th- those movies are just abominations. I mean, if if Rob Zombie, you know, just, I don't know, just stopped doing anything and just left, that would mm-hmm. be great. Just, just it, go away. It would be great. Jake, that brings us to the end of the current Halloween films, but guess what? What? We're getting another Halloween film, Jake. I and know. this Halloween film is ignoring all of the Halloween films except for Halloween number one. Which, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. It, it mean, gets rid of your number two spot, which I'm a little bummed about too. But as we discussed, she shot him in the eyeballs and blew him up. She did. So it makes sense that they would be like, that's not a thing. But hey, they brought him back in four, so. <laughs> but his eyeballs were fine in four, Jake. <laughs> we I could guess. do this all day. But are, I... you, are you excited for the new one? I'm assuming you've seen the trailer. Yes, I have a couple times. Um, there's a lot of good throwbacks. I mean, I hope the movie's not all based on nostalgia. Um, oh, I, I they, so. they definitely need to, if they plan on making another one after that, they definitely need to make some new characters that don't rely on Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't think Jamie Lee Curtis is going to end up doing another movie no matter what happens to her in this one. I kind of hope that this one is a finale. I hope. It, it'd be a, a money killer, but I hope they, they either kill Michael or they kill Lori and they end it. It's the finale. It's done. And then in like 20 years, you can give me another reboot. I just don't think they're going to do that because I, I just have a feeling this one's going to be really successful. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, even if they kill off Michael Myers somehow, they're going to bring him back. They have they to. They always do. That's, that's any scary movie. The killer yeah. is never dead, no matter what you do to him. I'm I'm gonna say I'm cautiously optimistic too, and I've sent you I've sent you and the the rest of the the crew some some clips from articles I've been reading from the director, and he seems like he's got his his head in the right place. Yeah, I mean, him... he's like he's like I'm not gonna make a movie to shock people. I'm gonna make a movie that's just a good movie and just happens to be a good Halloween movie. Yeah, him and Danny McBride both seem like fans mm-hmm. of of the whole franchise. So, I mean, I think it's in safe hands. I mean, it's not some director who's like, hey, I don't really like scary movies, but I'm, I'm just going to do this because it will make me money. Whereas I, mean, I feel like this guy's the, the bizarro Rob Zombie and that Rob Zombie's entire business plan was, I'm going to make a Halloween movie that is going to shock you. This ain't your daddy's Halloween. This is... This is Halloween cranked to 11 and it's edgy and bloody. And Are you disgusted yet? I mean, I'm going to tell you this. If Rob Zombie is in the new Halloween and, they, and Michael Myers just chops his head off, it's going to be my number one. <laughs> I don't even care what the rest of the movie. It's my number one because I hate Rob Zombie with a burning passion. <laughs> I he can think, burn in hell. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a good spot to end it, Jake. I think we've said all we can say about this franchise for now, at least until the next one comes out and we, we review it. Absolutely. All right, so that's the episode. I'll see you later, Jake. See you later, man. Nice talking to you.